Welcome to the Brand Led Podcast. We're your hosts, Kane Baker and Lisa Dondreo, co-founders of the branding studio, Baker Creative. We're on a mission to help you gain clarity in your brand and fulfillment in your work life. From strategy to visuals and beyond, we're arming you with bite-sized branding insights to help you build and grow a brand-led business. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Brand Led, where we share practical branding tips and insights to help you guys, service-based businesses, attract high-value clients. And in today's episode, we're talking about values. Do you really need them? Does anybody actually use them, or are they just fluffy statements that sit on your website? <laughs> Do they just fluffy statements, everyone? End of podcast. Uh, no, I just have an immense dislike of generic, meaningless values, which unfortunately, a lot of businesses have. And so I'm excited today to talk about, you know, what values are and how they can actually help you to build your brand. Yes, let's do it. So how about we define what we're talking about when we say values, Lise? Yeah. So values, essentially, they just define what's important to us. So each of us have our own personal values, whether or not we've stopped to articulate them or not. And likewise, so does our business. Yeah, absolutely. And Actions always speak louder than words with values. So I can say that I value honesty, but if in the workplace culture, you know, it doesn't allow people to speak their mind and be honest, then it's not really going to be a core value, right? Yeah, exactly. Or another example, on a personal level, you know, I might say, oh, I value my health, but then I'm binging on McDonald's every day or I'm not going to the gym or, <laughs> yeah. you know, you know, it's not really a core value. It's all talk. Um, then it's not really, yeah, it's not really something that's important to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I suppose definitely actions speak louder than words. Yeah, and I guess values are in a way baked into a company's culture. So what the company spends time and money on is essentially what it values. Yes, and there's a Peter Drucker quote, which I really like. Uh, We might have mentioned it before. (laughs) Uh, So he says, tell me what you value and I might believe you. Show me your calendar and your bank account and I'll show you what you really value. (laughs) Yeah, so... Why values is important to outline in the first place? Do we actually need to sit down and define them? Yeah. So they're important in that they dictate our actions and in part determine what we are known for as a brand. You know, they become pretty crucial when you have multiple people on your team because without that set of shared values, people will fall back on their own personal values or what others around them are yeah. doing. So I'll give you an example. Um, one of Google's values is fast is better than slow. So if you're working on the Google team, <laughs> you like that. <laughs> um, so if you're working on the Google team, you know, you know um, that a fast pace and a quick deployment is probably preferred over like a more slow and measured approach. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, you know, the Steve Jobs Apple era, um, you know, he was known for his perfectionism at Apple I think there was an example of him sending back circuit boards to his engineers to make the chips line up in a row so that the board would look nice, even though no one would ever see it. Mm. Uh, so two different companies and two very different sets of values. Yeah. And I guess neither of those is wrong or right. It's just yeah. what they want to be known for and how they want to show up in the world. Uh, one value is speed. You know, and the other values kind of quality. Yeah, exactly. You know, these types of values can help a business to attract the right kind of people to work with you and work for you as well. So, for example, um, personally, I'm quite a methodical worker. I like to do things quite properly and thoroughly, and I don't like to be rushed 
you know, to launch something that's half-baked and being in an environment where speed is a priority probably wouldn't suit, <laughs> suit me very yeah, well. I that's I just, safe to say. Um, I just probably panic. <laughs> <laughs> You'd stress really. Um, you know, that's okay though because there are plenty of people who would absolutely thrive in that environment and that's who you want to attract to you know, someone like Google, right? Yeah, I'm going to suggest you put your resume in at Apple instead of <laughs> Yeah, Google. although I don't uh, think I'm quite as meticulous as, as Jobs was, <laughs> to be fair. Um, so do you think values are only beneficial for bigger teams or do you think they can be helpful uh, for s- smaller boutique businesses or, or those who work by themselves? Yeah, I still think they're beneficial to outline even if it's just you in your business at this point. The reason being is that values can really help us to make decisions and stay aligned with what's important to us, especially in those gray areas. So, you know, it's quite easy to get distracted by cool opportunities or to see the latest webinar or, you know, person promoting something and you want to sign up for a course or a workshop or, you know, to work with someone. And, you know, without those values defined, it can make us, you know, deviate from what we truly value or want to be known for as a brand. So that's really helpful there. I guess they can also, they're also helpful in attracting the right clients that that share the same values as you, right? Yes, exactly. Mm. Um, Having said that, I do think that values are probably more critical to outline as soon as you have more than one person on your team uh, so that you can set those clear expectations about behaviours and what's important to uphold as a brand. Mm. I suppose the other thing to consider is that as your business grows, you know, really attracting the right team, you know, becomes that, It's a, I suppose it's more of a focus uh, and having your values articulated can really help you attract the right applicants and create that positive workplace culture as well. Yeah, so what you're saying is you can still run a successful business if you've never taken the time to outline your values. Yes. Um, they're definitely not the be-all and end-all, but, you know, you can you can use them to act as a compass or a reminder of, you know, your North Star and what's important, you know, when you're spent allocating time or money or, mm. you know, trying to attract those right people or stuff. Yeah, exactly. And each one of your actions is a vote for the kind of brand that you are or want to become. So, you know, if you can really get that aligned, you can really dictate you know, how you're seen in the market as well. Mm. Okay, so let's shift gears a little bit, Liz. So let's Mm. move on and talk about how do we choose our values? And I suppose more importantly, how do you choose values that actually mean something rather than, you know, those fluffy, generic, you know, we're responsible or, (laughs) you know, we care, we've got grey cuffs in the service or or (laughs) whatever those generic ones are. Yeah, so a lot of brands choose values that are uh, what – there's a guy called Pat uh, Lencioni and uh, he talks a lot about values. Um, maybe worth looking you up. He's also got a book, which I can't remember the name of at the moment, but you should definitely Google him. Um, so he calls um, some values permission to play. And, and basically they're qualities that you expect most good humans to uphold. So things like integrity and service and respect and honesty. Mm. They're really important. Like everyone wants those in the businesses that they interact with, but they're also expected, right? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. No one's expecting the company they hire to be dishonest or disrespectful or have a terrible service, are they? Like, you know, when you approach someone and and shake their hand and go, cool, can you execute this for me? Um, uh, you expect a certain quality and a and certain customer service level. Yeah, exactly. They're yeah. kind of givens, right? I expect yeah. you to do what you say you're going to do, right? Mm. Um, so good values tend to be polarizing and you can actually argue they're opposite in many instances. So if we go back to the example with Google and Apple, 
is it better to be fast or is it better to be slow? You know, is done better than perfect or Mm. will you settle for nothing less than perfect? You know, both could be argued as the right way to act. And and that's um, that's what makes them polarizing, right? Yeah, maybe that's where valleys become, you know, are the most handy in those areas where there is no right or wrong answer, and yeah. only you can only choose make one decision. Yeah, exactly. So I suppose that's the first tip: is to ditch those generic permission to play values. It doesn't mean that you don't value them or you won't uphold them, um, but they won't differentiate your brand or do much to support your team in making the right decisions in the gray areas. Mm. Uh, I suppose the other tip is to make sure that the values that you pick are actually things that you do or uphold already. Otherwise, they become a bit disingenuous and quite meaningless. So you want to look for actions that you've already taken as a business or that, you know, those moments that you can remember, stories that you can remember where you took actions that really felt right but that weren't easy. Yeah. And I guess, you know, circling back to we talked about Steve Jobs before, um, when they were designing the iPhone, you know, he came back to his team one day and said, guys, look, you've killed yourself over this design for the last you know, nine months, um, but we're going to change it. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't have been an easy conversation to have, um, but for him, his, his value of making sure the product was the best it could be helped him to make that call to go back to the drawing board. Yeah. As much as as much as much pain that it may have caused, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, great values sometimes require sacrifice. And in this instance, it was definitely time and money in development getting it right. So he wasn't happy with what it was. So he wasted nine months of, you know, wages and and whatever materials and whatever else they used to build the iPhone. So, you know, aside from looking at stories of sacrifice as well, you can also look at you know, your existing employees and culture. So what are the qualities and behaviours that you really value in your team? And, you know, what do your clients say about the way that you operate or what they appreciate in your team? And these kinds of questions, you know, the self-inquiry, you know, these can all provide pretty nice clues about what your core values really are. Great. So, Lise, um, do you have any final thoughts on, I guess, establishing your values? Yeah. So I suppose... Just remember that values aren't something that you're going to pl- pluck out of thin air, you know, you or that you hope to have in the future. They should be things that you can demonstrate as being a part of your culture already. Otherwise, you know, you kind of put them in an aspirational bucket until you can actually prove that you can do them. Um, and I suppose the other thing to remember is that your brand isn't what you say it is. It's what your customers say it is. Um, to quote or rephrase probably Martin Neumeyer. So your behaviours and your actions really speak volumes about who you are as a brand and the reputation that you want to be known for. Yeah, and especially as you grow, you know, these values can help you build a strong brand and make sure you uphold the right things that are important to you. Mm-hmm. And on that note, I suppose we'll uphold one of our values, which is more. What a isn't- segue. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get to the value. One of our values is more isn't better. And um, so we're going to uphold that right now. And thank you all for joining us uh, on today's episode. And we're so thankful for your company. And we'll see you next time. See you next time.